Hello and welcome to episode two of the Mum Source podcast with me, Charlie Bullis. Today I'm chatting to Danielle Crothers, a school teacher and a mother of two. Now, Danielle has been a teacher for 13 years and has seen it all and gone through the first days of school as a teacher and also as a mum. So, today we're talking about school readiness, what the first few days of school are like for both kids and parents. And Danielle shares some absolute diamond tips on engaging your kids' curiosity for learning through baking chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) and the best teacher's gift I've ever heard of. Danielle is such a fun person to chat to. I hope you enjoy this interview as much as I did. Hi, Danielle. Thanks so much for joining me today. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. No troubles at all. So what I normally do um, at the start of the interview is ask everyone to give me a bit of background on themselves, you know, career and personal wise and what's led you to now. Um, So for the past, I guess, 13 years, I've been teaching. Um, The majority of that time has been uh, with additional needs students in a specialised setting. Uh, recently, um, I've moved back to a mainstream setting and I'm currently teaching a Year 5 uh, class. Um, on a personal level, I've been married for about, oh gosh, I think it's 11 years this year. I should probably know that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, two beautiful girls, um, Lily, who's six, and Alice, who's four. Beautiful. And I've met those girls and they truly are beautiful. They truly are. Okay, so... Most of the time anyway. <laughs> yeah, behind closed doors, different story. Yeah. Um, same as my house. Um, so I guess why I wanted to talk to you today is I'm going through this as a, a first-time mum. You know, my son's four and he's going to be starting school or kindergarten in 2019. And this was something mm-hmm. that I grappled with over the last year about school readiness like I'm I'm freaking out slightly about it but I did get some good feedback from his um, preschool teacher yesterday which made me feel better but as as a professional um, you guys see this year in year out um, and I just really wanted to give our listeners some advice about things to look for how we can support our kids and this whole minefield of of school readiness so Big question first. How do I know if my child is ready to attend school? Well, you know, with Alice, um, we're going through this as well. She's four. She's going to be um, due to turn five a couple of weeks into, um, I guess, her first term of kindergarten next year. So we're actually going through this as well, trying to see whether she's going to be ready or not. And I think the, the thing I need to keep saying to myself and a lot of parents is that you've still got a whole year yeah. to go. and in that time, they grow up so much. Yes. But for us, and that we're really looking for would be the emotional intelligence. I find that really important. Um, being able to detach from a parent relatively easily. Um, and, I mean, my, our, my daughter still cries every now and then when we drop her off at daycare. So those types of days are okay. But if it's something where they're extremely attached to the parent, um, I think you'd have to be looking at at trying to develop those skills. Um, I think another important one would be that they're able to accept guidance and direction from adults. Um, That they're showing an interest in books, 
maths and drawing and counting. They have some cutting skills. They're able to use a pencil. Um, try not to focus too much on pencil grip because that kind of that will develop over time. And for me, I find the social aspect um, really important as well. So being able to play simple games and being able to follow simple rules, I think, is uh, is really important. And having a child who is able to contribute to your family discussions ask questions and use a correct volume as well um, will help them go a long way in their first term or so of kindergarten. Wow, that's some really, really interesting points that you put forward. And I'm sort of, yeah. as you're saying them, I can feel myself relaxing a yeah. little bit. I'm like, oh, yes, okay, he does that. Oh, that's good, that's yeah. good. Okay, fantastic. But the volume is a really interesting one that yeah. you, you touched on. Yeah, and being yeah. able to contribute to conversations, that's mm. that's definitely yeah. something that I think you're right in a year, yeah. they would certainly, between that four and five, that's a skill that I've seen my own son develop. Yeah, and what do they say? Kids say a thousand words or something before breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I actually, it was funny. I was interviewing someone last week and there was a statistic I read was the average four-year-old asks 437 yep. questions a day, most yeah. of them being why. And I said, I don't believe yeah. that. My son says that before 8 a.m. Yes, that's right. Yeah. By 9 a.m. I'm like, if you ask me one more question, yeah. lose it. But it, And the lady that I was interviewing said, look, it's just great that they keep asking why because it is how they learn and yeah. how they figure everything out. But I'm like, yes, but does he have to ask me like how the kettle works and like yeah. why does it do? He's like, oh, stop asking the hard stuff. Ask stuff like why is the sky yeah. blue? <laughs> like, it just There's eases always up. Google. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Alice, let me Google that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess we're talking, we were talking about emotional skills. Um, and social skills what other yeah. I guess yeah other skills should they or should we be helping them with on the start to school um look if you're looking more at fine motor and academics and those sorts of things um I guess don't get too bogged down on them being able to recognize letters and sounds and numbers and all those types of things because that's what they come to school for okay you know they don't have to be um so try not to concentrate so much on the academics. Mm. For me, I would be looking, are they able to follow simple directions one or two steps at a time? So go get your hat and your drink bottle and bring it to me. Um, they're really important things. They're the things that they're going to have to be able to do at school. Okay. Um, expressing, I guess, their basic needs and wants. They're feeling comfortable to go up to a, an unfamiliar adult um, and ask I guess, for some help. You know, can you help me open this? Or um, where, where's the bathroom? Because they're going to have to be doing that at school. Yeah. Um, I think and using a bathroom independently is a really big one. We see a lot of kids when they come to school not being able to open and, and lock a door in the toilet. Or boys using a urinal where, you know, they, they drop their hole, their pants right down to their ankles. Oh, right. So, <laughs> just little things like that will make the transition to school a lot easier for them. Yeah. Okay. Things like um, just accessing soap and turning a tap on and off. Like my daughter still needs a little bit of help with that, so we're really focusing on that this year, getting her to be able to do that a little bit more independently. Yeah. Um, opening and closing their lunchbox and unwrapping food. I know there's a lot of um, daycares out there 
that will have lunchbox week. Yes. So that they start yeah. to be able to, you know, open and close that lunchbox and unwrap that sandwich, um, open that packet of chips or whatever it is that you, you send with them. Yeah. And just also looking after their belongings, being able to put things away, um, pack things up. Those types of things are, I think, are really important when you send them off to school. Fantastic. Yes, yeah, so we're certainly working on the, the lunchbox thing at the moment. Yeah, yeah that's definitely yeah. important. And also, um, I think it was on the New South Wales um, school readiness checklist. I thought they had to be able to drink out of a bubbler. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I sort and of not put their whole mouth over it. Yes, yeah. So I was like, oh <laughs> yeah. gosh, because in yeah. I, because I grew up in England and our bubblers are totally different to the bubblers yeah. here. So I was like, oh, husband, you take that one. I've got no idea. <laughs> I haven't drunk yeah. out of a bubbler in about twenty years. But anyway, um, <laughs> so there, there we go. So what can I expect when my son starts his first day of school? Or what's the first day like? So for us, it was really exciting. Um, when our daughter started last year, uh, we were really excited because we felt she was really ready to be there. Yeah. Um, I guess detaching from, from them was a little bit harder because you are placing your child in someone else's care. Yeah. You know, do they know that my child needs help with, you know, asking to go to the bathroom or do, do they know that my daughter might need a little bit of help getting something out of the bag and... I guess they're just things that we all go through, but the kindy teachers that I've ever worked with are absolutely amazing. Um, on the first day, usually the kindy kids are being given a, a year five or a year six buddy who come down. We're actually doing this program at the moment with my students from school where we go down, we collect our um, buddies, they help them get their hats and their lunchbox and their drink bottle, and then they sit down with them um, at morning tea and lunchtime and just help them do those little things about opening up their sandwiches and all those things um, and remembering to pack away their belongings. And one thing that we forgot to tell them was to, you know, eat your snack food first and leave your sandwich for oh, yeah. <laughs> lunchtime. So a lot of them were coming up the other day saying, you don't have any food left. <laughs> oh, so you ate it all. So um, I guess practising with your kids with that too is a really good good idea or sending to separate lunch containers so you say you know the blue ones for morning tea and and your pink one or whatever's for for um for lunch time yeah okay but, I'm, um, I'm writing that down because my son yeah. will demolish the whole thing <laughs> no, it's just things that you don't you wouldn't think of no, you know? yeah. that's a very good tip <laughs> yeah you're just so used to giving food you know there you go that's your morning tea or you know a couple of hours later here's your lunch so yeah. Yeah, getting them used to that as well, but, um, you know, most schools have the five or year six um, buddy programs, so, and at morning tea and lunch, you know, they'll go and, and show them to the right play areas and um, show them to the toilets if, if they need to. Uh, usually on the first day, the kids do a bit of a tour of the school, which is nice, so they know, you know, the play areas they're allowed to go to, all the classroom settings, um, where the bathrooms are, all those types of things. Um, usually they do a, a something like an all about me kind of activity to help introduce themselves. So maybe their favourite colours, their favourite food, um, if they have any pets, who lives at home, that sort of stuff. And they, they quite often share that with the group. Um, for us, with um, the school that we send our daughters to, they have a um, 
Cheers and Cheers morning tea, which is really nice for the parents. So, oh, yeah. yeah, you go off, you say goodbye, um, you know, after your 10 minutes hug. <laughs> 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 go in and it's really nice to have a cup of coffee and, um, you know, chat with other parents who are going through the same thing. Yes. Um, but, uh, yes, I guess for our husband, my husband and I, we were, we were really excited um, for her to go. But unfortunately for us, the second day was when it all hit her and she realised that she actually has to come back to that place <laughs> every day. Yeah. Hold on, I've got to go back. Um, yeah. What? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean I have to go back? <laughs> yeah, you got about 13 years of this, honey. <laughs> oh, don't open with that. No, just yeah. go, oh, just till Friday. <laughs> yeah. So we were lucky that they started on a Thursday um, and it, she just had to go on the Friday, but um, I'd organised for my parents to take her because I was working, yeah. uh, and my poor mum had a had a pretty hard time with her standing at the window crying, oh, not gosh. wanting to be touched. But um, a couple, of, I'd say, it probably went on for about a week, and we were just really consistent with her, just saying, "Look, mummy, daddy have to go to work. You've got to go to school. We love you. We'll pick you up at at you know three twenty, and we'll go and do something fun together in the afternoon." Um, and just not lingering <laughs> was one of the major things as well because it makes it a lot harder for the teachers. Yep. Um, and we used to just say that to her every day. And by about the third or fourth day, she she kind of cottoned on to went, okay, this is not too bad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, ever since, she's absolutely loved school. Yeah. That's really, really good to hear. So, I, And it's interesting you touch on the second day because that was sort of yep. what I was going to ask next. So how can we support our kids in that initial starting school? Um, you know, to the lead up to school, we, um, I guess we, we just started with how excited we are and how proud we are that, you know, she's such a big girl now. Um, and we had some activities that we would do just two of us at the end of the day so that she has something to look forward to um, when she comes home. I, I was actually really worried. I, I did speak to her teachers and say, I don't know, could we do some, like, maybe a little timetable because she kept saying it was so long, such a long day. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Um, and they're like, just settle down. It's okay. She'll be fine. <laughs> so I really had to just, you know, support the teachers and think, yep, they know what they're doing. It's really hard when the shoe's on the other foot, though, and I have to be the parent. Yes. Yeah. You're like, hold on, hold on a sec. It's like, yeah, yeah. doctor. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what, everything that could possibly, possibly go wrong. Go wrong. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, so I was sort of thinking that... Um, you know, when my son starts school, I would do the, very similar to what you've said, you know, make mm-hmm. sure I don't linger. And, you know, if yeah. I'm going to get upset, make sure he doesn't see it. And, yeah. Um, yep. you know, yeah, go and cry in the one. car like I used to when he yeah. started daycare. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> also uh, I was just thinking about um, making sure that I ask, I do anyway, like I ask him all about his day, but is there certain things yeah. that I, I don't know, like they don't get homework straight away and things like that, do no. they? No, yes. okay. All right. I think, you know, to help to support them, just having that positive attitude towards school, yeah. asking them regularly about school and encourage them to tell you about things that are happening. I know a lot of the 
parents say, oh, you know, you ask them, oh, how was your day? Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, we more say to her, oh, what, what made you smile today? Oh, that's really good. You know, yeah. um, one thing that you learnt today, um, who did you play with, those types of things. So um, being, I guess, a little bit more direct with your questions. <laughs> yes, yeah, being a bit more um, digging, digging a bit deeper, I think that yes, is. Yes. Yeah, and not just asking those yes or no questions. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. That's fantastic. So I guess we should talk a bit more about you as well. So um, what's the best present that you've ever received as a teacher? So I can note these down. I absolutely love getting Christmas decorations. Oh, wow. Yeah, because um, it's funny. Every Christmas we'll pull out the box and I start telling the girls about each of the kids who gave it to me and what they were like and what their names were and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, that's my absolute favourite, getting Christmas decorations. And that's something that I always give as as a present as well to my girls' teachers. Yeah, that's so, the best. Um, yeah. Um, and just honestly, a, a card just to say thank you. Um, you know, thanks for all your hard work. That's that's enough for me. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow, I love the Christmas decoration idea. That's yeah. just fantastic. And yeah, because yeah. you get the same, don't you, when you buy Christmas decorations or the kids make you something and things like yeah. that, and you pull it out years later. Just that yeah. sentimental value is just incredible, yeah. and oh yeah, all those memories. And I've still got one actually from one of the girls um, in my first ever class about or what thirteen years ago. Wow! <laughs> so it's really nice, and you think, oh, I wonder what they're doing now, and yeah, yeah, yeah they're all grown up, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, scary. wow! When yeah. you see some of them out at you know the pub sometimes like oh my gosh you're old enough to be out <laughs> yeah. I know I heard a statistic this year isn't it um it's people that were born in 2000 can now you know they'll be old enough to go into pubs and I just yes. went oh my god because oh I still yeah. think 20 years ago was like 1980 oh yeah true yeah. It's, oh. it really does feel like that doesn't it I know you're just like oh my god anyway um, what would be the worst present you've ever received um okay so the most Memorable one, <laughs> <laughs> for not great reasons, was um, one parent gave us underwear. <laughs> underwear? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. That is unbelievable. <laughs> and, you know, she was, um, they went on a holiday somewhere and she, she was from Vietnam, actually, and they went back there and um, she just said they were her favourite type and she thought of us. So it was myself and my teachers, I think, who received them. And we just went, oh, Okay. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, Well, I hope you didn't use those as Christmas decorations. No. (laughs) My goodness. Yeah, so it was like every time I saw them in the drawer, I thought of that child and went, no, I think I'm going to throw these out now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll donate those. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so that that was an interesting one. (laughs) I've never heard of that in my life. That is absolutely brilliant. Oh, dear. So um, I guess uh, one of my... um, concerns as a, a parent is like how am I I, I don't want to use the words falling behind like I just mm-hmm. I don't want to know so I don't just want to use yeah. that because every child is so different in the way that they absorb information and you know mm-hmm. express themselves and all that sort of thing but I guess it's how do I know maybe if he's not hitting the correct uh, benchmarks or yeah, yeah like what yeah. what what can I look out for I guess or you know is it sort of the teacher will let me know or Pretty much, yeah, the teacher will, will let you know. Um, I mean, obviously, we have a broad range in, in all of our classes of abilities. Um, but I, I think, and this probably would be 
more for when they're a little bit older, but you start to see that they're spending an excessive amount of time on homework, that it's taking a long time to get these the things that they're meant to be backing up at school, um, that they should have already been at school. If they're struggling with that at home, I guess that would be um, a good indication. Okay, yeah. Um, as well as if they're starting to be a little bit more withdrawn and don't want to talk about school, I think would be a good indication as well. Okay, all right. Yeah, because I, I certainly, I absolutely loved school um, mm. and I would do more homework than necessary. I was one of those, yeah. you know, type A overachiever <laughs> <Yeah>. things. things. Um, <laughs> so I was just like, oh, give me more, give me more. You know, if I got a project, I would do it literally in the first weekend. I would not go out. Yeah. I'm a real weirdo. Um, <laughs> clearly my social skills were through the roof. Um, so I, I guess, yeah, I'm just because I know everyone's so different and you sort of just have that little worry in the back of your mind that the, mm-hmm. that your child's going to be struggling or, you know, come test time and all those sorts yeah. of things. So, yeah, I think you're 100% right. And obviously that's your you know, tried and tested, um, I guess, experience of, mm. yeah, if they become withdrawn and, and, and that sort but of thing. But, I mean, thing. having a, an open line of communication with the teacher is key. Just yeah. being able to catch up with them, you know, once, twice a term, just to say, look, how are they going with their reading? What level are they expected to be on by the end of the year? What level are they at at the moment? Um, you know, and you can start to gauge where they're meant to be and where your child's at. Okay. Uh, the same with counting. What, I mean, where are they expected to be? Where's my child at? How can I help that home? Okay. Um, and it's often just doing fun things. Like when I, I cook with my girls, we make, I would I'll give out the chocolates and my youngest will count them and the other my oldest will have to use them to make friends of ten. So she'd have nine. How many more do I need to get to ten? Um, and then she's allowed to eat one. Okay, so we've got eight. How many more do we need to get to two uh, to ten? You know, um, and then she's allowed to eat another one. And we gradually make our our, our way down. Um, I think those things are really important. Not sitting down and with a, a book and, you know, pen and paper um, because that's when they start to absolutely hate it and yep. they will start to withdraw more and, and not want to not want to do schoolwork. Yeah. Wow. That's a really good tip. And I like the idea about eating the chocolate. Yeah. So I think that's going to be my job. I'll eat the chocolate yeah. and you can do the maths. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll eat all the muffins at the end. Brilliant. My girls love it as soon as I start making chocolate chips. Um, cookies or muffins they're like oh can we do the math game I'm yeah. like yeah sure yeah oh that's fantastic I know my um, husband with um, his eldest son the drive to school was always um, yeah sort of just because he loved maths it was sort of quick fire yeah. questions and mm-hmm. then what he'd do over a weekend was um, the kids each took it in turns and they'd be able to pick out a spot on the map but they'd yeah. have to be able to sort of read the coordinates of the map and all that yes, sort of yeah. thing and direct him to where he needed to go. Yeah. Um, he tried it with me once and failed epically because I can't <laughs> read a map. But <laughs> pretty sure it was like close to divorce at that point. But, um, yeah, I just like the idea and, as you said, making it fun, making it interactive and, yeah, not making them just sit down in, in front of a, a book or a yeah, yeah. or even um, – I know there's online games that sometimes are really good, but yeah, I personally yeah. – Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, some I of think, those are good. My daughter often comes home and says, oh, no, we did this app at school today can you get it so that we can practice it at home yeah. so yeah those apps 
types of apps or websites and counting songs and all, all those types of things are always really great as well. Yeah, fantastic. All righty. So uh, thank you so much for chatting with me today. I certainly feel so much better about sort of navigating this whole school readiness yeah. and, yeah, knowing that everyone's everyone's in the same boat when they start school, um, yeah. but it's in my opinion, it's not really widely talked about until just a couple of months before you start. So I was just, yeah, I was really sort of like, oh, I've never done this before. And I remember what it was like for me starting school. It was just horrific. Um, And Oh, sorry, there is one more question that I wanted to ask. Um, I know I've, in my own experience, I got bullied quite severely at school Mm -hmm. um, from a young age. It it lasted about four years. So I'm very... uh, worst case scenario really when thinking about my son and my son's very very shy so I know that bullying is so much better I don't want to use the word policed but people are so much more aware of it now and you know it's really not acceptable um, in any way but Mm -hmm. I guess again how can I support or what sort of things should I be looking out for that potentially my child might be being bullied um, probably just asking, you know, what, what did you play today? Who did you play with? Um, and also, did anything make you sad today? That's something that we ask, um, Lily a lot, mm-hmm. you know, just to gauge how things are going with, um, with, you know, the other kids. Um, I get, it, it is a hard one because most of the time, a lot of the kids, they don't want to talk about it. They're embarrassed by it. Yeah. So... I think, I guess, trying to just have open minds of communication with your child that these things are not acceptable. It is not okay to do those things or for someone to do those things to you. Um, one thing that I always say to my daughter is it's never okay to take someone else's happiness away. Yeah. So if, if there's something that you're doing that's taking another person's happiness away, it's not okay. Or if they're doing it to you, you need to go and speak to a teacher. Yeah. And really talk to them about that it's not dobbing. It's, it's really important for them to know that they're not being a dibber dobber. If, if you're not feeling safe, if you're feeling hurt, um, then it's okay to go and, and talk to an adult about it. Yeah, it is so important. And I think like you were saying about the emotional readiness and the mm. social skills, it all goes hand in hand with building a child that's resilient and yeah, um, yeah giving that child the tools and the confidence to be able to, um, right. yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah be able speak to stand up. up for themselves and say, no, that's not okay. You know, we use the line a lot with our daughters is, it's okay to yell and say, stop, I don't like it. Because yeah. that, you know, someone around you might hear it. Yeah. And so they might come over and help you. Um, so, and that's something that we do at um, one of the schools that I've worked at as well. So, if anyone is, hears that, you immediately know you have to go over and, and help that person. Yeah. So, I guess um, looking, it's really important to look at the school's, um, I guess, policy on pastoral care um, and student welfare. And hopefully, you know, you'll be able to find a school that has a really good policy on how they deal with behaviour management um, and bullying. Yeah, it is so important, and I'm so glad that yeah, sort of society and the culture's moved on that it's just not yeah. acceptable anymore. That's um, right. And it's yeah, I'm, I got bullied for the weirdest things ever. Um, and you yeah. think about it now, yeah. and you go, "Wow, you bullied me for that? You, yeah, God, why yeah. was I even bothered?" <laughs> I, I had a really difficult year eight, year nine when mm. when I was going through school, and it was mainly because I was I was academic, but I was also sporty. 
So no one likes that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I got picked on for you know? my. I got picked on because of my glasses. That's what I got picked yeah. on. And yeah. um, funny story bloody I had to have one um, of my glasses covered I had to have a patch over one eye so yeah. my mum clearly set me up for success and <laughs> and uh, but yeah I got bullied for that really quite severely and it, because it yeah. was the same kids that had known me for so long mm. they just continued the bullying and whatever they could find they just picked on and because I never stood up for myself yeah. it just yeah it just yeah. kept kept going but... getting a, teaching a child to stand up for themselves and say no this is not right yeah um, is, is something really important yeah, yeah, it, it is, and I just, I think through everyone working together, like as yeah, society is now, um, and everyone is more aware of it and sort of um, mm. works hard to stamp it out. So yeah, um, I don't think, yeah, I think bullying, we won't even hear much about it in ten years' time. I think because it's just yeah, it's just not really acceptable. Yeah. Alrighty, well, thank you so much for speaking with me today. I've enjoyed our chat so, 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 so much. I've learned so many things. I've literally got notes next to me saying yes. <laughs> chocolate chips and Christmas decorations. <laughs> so thank you so much and all the best with another new school year. And um, I know you've recently moved, yeah, as you said, moved back into mainstream. So all the best yeah. with it. Um, yeah, you, you're a lovely person and an incredible caring teacher. So, Oh, um, thank you so much. No worries. Thank you and I will speak to you soon. Lovely, thank you. Wow, what an insightful interview. I cannot thank Danielle enough for sharing her expert tips with us and just giving us sort of an insight into how the teachers uh, think about the first day of school and how they support our kids. And if you're a mum like me and you're going to go through this within the next 12 months, know that I hear you, I see you and I feel what you're going through. But just know that there's Dan- there's teachers like Danielle out there that are really going to going to help our kids and help nurture them into these wonderful humans so I certainly feel so much better after talking to her and yeah those gems of wisdom that she dropped I'm going to implement in everyday life for sure so this podcast will be placed on uh, the mum source instagram so if you'd like to keep up to date with the mum source podcast and the radio show please follow me on instagram search for mum source that's m-m-u-m-s-o-u-r-c-e and if you really liked my content and you feel it resonated with you, then please rate and subscribe the Mum Source podcast so it makes my podcast easier to find and I can continue my mission to spread the word and keep it real for mums everywhere, which I'm so, so passionate about. So thank you for joining me again and I'll see you in the next episode.